the cheers are reaching a crescendo as David Beckham prepares to step over the white line for the first time as an LA Galaxy player. Yes, more about him later. Welcome to LanguageCaster.com's final summer special podcast. Hello, my name's Damien. And I'm Damien. We're outside again in Tokyo. It's a warm, wonderful evening. And what's on the show? Right, we, uh, we've got a review of the uh, Asian Cup uh, competition. Uh, the semifinals were finished last night. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be talking about David Beckham's adventures in uh, the MLS. Oh, yes. What a circus. And we'll finish with some predictions. And, uh, of course, we're getting ready for the new season as well. We'll talk That's about right. that. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Yes, Damien and myself have been watching the Asian Cup with our football team, the World All-Stars. And here's Damien with a look at the Asian Cup and the build-up and what happened in the last dramatic games this week. Asian Cup final takes place this weekend between Saudi Arabia and Iraq, a match that few people would have predicted before the start of the tournament. True, the Saudis have a real pedigree in this competition with six appearances in the past seven finals, but Iraq? Despite a recent improvement in their team, few would have chosen them to make the final. Indeed, most experts felt that the winner would come from the east of Asia, or in the case of Australia, not even in Asia itself. However, two of the pre-competition favourites, China and Australia, played extremely poorly and were eliminated early on, while Korea and Japan, two other footballing powerhouses of the region, both fell at the semi-final stage, albeit in nail-biting fashion. Japan were aiming for a third Asian title in a row, and, under new coach Oshim, a stern Bosnian, they coasted through the early group stage before meeting Australia in the quarter-finals in what is turning out to be the grudge match of the region. The game went to penalties, and this is what Ben and Frito of our modestly titled World All-Stars football team in Tokyo thought would happen. Frito, what's the score going to be? Who's going to win? Uh, I think Kaguchi uh, uh, stopped the two. What do you think? I think Australia are going to make it probably 3-1. Nice one, Frito. Two penalty saves indeed from Kawaguchi, and this meant Japan faced the Saudis in the semi-final. Unlucky, Ben. But let's hear what you and other members of the team had to say about the semi-final. Ben, what do you think the score is going to be? I think it's going to be 1-0 to Japan, and I think Nakamura is going to score from a set piece. Wrong again, Ben. But when Japan equalised to make the game 2-2 and only 15 minutes left, we asked our new Everton blogger for the final score. Surely he would get it right this time. They're definitely going to win this now 4-2 by the end of 90 minutes. <laughs> 
No, wrong again, Ben, as a fantastic goal by Malek in the best game of the tournament so far sent the holders Japan crashing out. Japan will be back as they undoubtedly have talent and a coach that will not accept second best. As for Ben's predictions, <laughs> I'm not so sure. The competition overall has been good and despite poor attendances at a few of the matches and some teams struggling in the humidity, the decision to host the tournament in four Southeast Asian countries has been a positive one, as countries like Thailand, Indonesia and Vietnam, who reached the quarterfinals, will all gain valuable experience from playing at this level. Despite this, doubts remain about the quality of Asian football on a world level. Although the Saudis may be dominant here, they have consistently failed to make any impression at World Cup level. That, of course, will not matter this Sunday in Jakarta, as both teams strive to become 2007 Asian champions. Yeah, there was a sense of shock around Japan on the streets, on the trains, at work. People were a little bit surprised that Japan went out. But, you know, that's the way the cookie crumbles at international level, isn't it? Yes, Damien, it wasn't just uh, the Japanese public who was surprised at the results. It was our languagecaster.com's uh, public as well Indeed. and our poll. Mm. Um, most people... Uh, they tipped Japan, South Korea, Iran to win the whole thing, but... Only a few, actually maybe one or two uh, tipsters had Iraq and Saudi Arabia to get to the final. How wrong we were. Very unlike us, isn't it? Mm. Now, of course, the football season in Europe is uh, starting very, very soon. The Premier League starts on August the 12th. And there's been big news this week about uh, Everton and Liverpool um, possibly moving into new stadiums. Damon? Yeah, well, my question would be, uh, this is the new poll, is how is it, is it right for a team to move away from its traditional heartland uh, because they want to build a new stadium? For example, Everton are going to move away from the Liverpool city limits to build a new stadium. Is that right? So go to the website at www.languagecaster.com and on the front page, towards the right-hand side, you'll see Vox Pop, which is our weekly poll. Um, click let, on one of the options and leave a comment. what you think, yeah. Yes, of course, we opened the show today with uh, David Beckham's introduction to Major League Soccer. And now we've got Damon talking a little bit about the whole Beckham hysteria in America. Thank you, Damon. Beckham is back. Well, only for 12 minutes of action in a friendly against Chelsea on the Blues' Disney tour of the US. But in that 12 minutes, he had the hundreds of journalists, the thousands of fans, his agent, his boss, ex-goatee Alexi Lalas, on the edges of their seats. Nothing as fairytale as the perfect cross or a winning dead ball strike from outside the box. No, it was a Sidwell tackle that clipped his ankle that had everyone talking. A serious injury on top of the strain he already has could have sent his unveiling to the US public into a tail-spinning advertising disaster. As it was, while not a marketing success, at least he appeared and he kicked the soccer ball a few times. However, he didn't play for LA Galaxy when they met and beat Mexican team Pachucas. He didn't play, and the stars who came to see him against Chelsea, Tom Cruise, Schwarzenegger, Brooke Shields, to name a few, they didn't come either. 
which begs the question, without the big B, just how successful can the MLS be? Also, what are they doing playing a friendly and this new competition, the Superliga, in the middle of the season? It all sounds a bit like a circus. Watch out for some new rule changes in the MLS. Two points for a goal, one for hitting the woodwork, anyone? Yeah, great report there on David Beckham's uh, sojourn to America from Damon. And uh, as you mentioned uh, there, there might be some changes coming along in uh, Major League Soccer. Um, who knows? But we do know there will be changes coming on to LanguageCaster next season. Damon? Indeed there will. We have a, a raft of new bloggers to talk about their teams. We've got Tim talking about Liverpool. Simon's got Chelsea. And uh, we've got Andy who's going to be talking about Bolton. And we've got uh, Ben who's going to follow Everton. And uh, we've got... Uh, Kucho's going to do the Spanish League. That's right. We've got John talking about the Australian League and Asian football. We've got Hans talking about Derby County and, of course, the Bundesliga. And uh, we've got Neil talking about West Ham. Lots of, lots of people who are going to be talking about football. Please come along and see what they're going to say. Now, what are the changes that we're going to have on next season's uh, podcast? Well, we also have on our site uh, online quizzes now. You can come to our site, practice your English by clicking on the online quizzes page at the top of our site and uh, you'll be able to listen and take our quizzes. So, uh, Damon, when is the uh, first show of the new season? I believe we're going to do it on the 10th of August. So Thursday the 10th of August, this is uh, two days before the Premier League season starts in England. That's right, lots of news about transfers, latest news and of course predictions. Talking of which, this week's predictions. <laughs> Last week's predictions focused on the Asian Cup. They did indeed, the quarterfinals. Um, the quarterfinals, yes. Now, the first game was the, the grudge match in Europe, which we, uh, in Asia rather, yep. which we've talked about. Japan versus Australia. Yep, and uh, we both thought Japan would win. You went for 2-1, I went for 1-0. They did win. On penalties, yep. um, after a 1-1 draw. That's right. So that meant that uh, neither of us get any points. No, we don't. Australia didn't cover themselves in glory in that game, did they? No, no, they might think about going back to Oceania. <laughs> yes. The other game we looked at, of course, Iran versus South Korea. Yeah, I went for a 3-1 South Korean victory. I thought Iran would win 2-0. Yep, and uh, it was a 0-0 draw and Korea won on penalties. Yep, so again, no points. Penalties, penalties. Yep. Um, Iraq versus Vietnam. Uh, yeah, I went for a 1-0 victory. There was no way Vietnam were going to win this one. I was hoping for the fairy tale victory for Vietnam. But Iraq came out 2-0 winners here. So I so got a point for that. You do. Okay, and uh, the last game was Saudi Arabia against Uzbekistan. Yep, I went for a 2-1 victory. For Uzbekistan. Indeed. And I went for a 2-0 victory for Saudi Arabia, which, of course, they, they won 2-1. They did. So you got two points there. You're leading now four points to two. I do believe that's the first time you've ever led in the predictions battle. And with one prediction week to go in the uh, mid the mid-season uh, predictions race, you're looking on good form. Uh, yes, I, I think so. Now, we've got a few games this week. We had to search all around the world we for did. games. Yep. We've got the big one, of course, is the Asian Cup final, Iraq against Saudi Arabia, an all-Middle Eastern affair. Yes, indeed. What do you think? Um, you know, Saudi Arabia, I wasn't particularly impressed with how they beat uh, Japan, except to say... Their forwards have got lots of confidence. If you give them the ball, they'll run at you and they'll shoot 
and they may very well score. Um, on the other hand, Iraq have ground out some pretty impressive victories, really, considering. Um, so I'm going to go with Iraq. That's I, I kind of like them to win. Um, I'm going to go one nil. Uh, I'm going to go for a two-one Saudi victory. Hard-headed realism there. Uh, I'm hanging on for my two-point win. There you go. What's next? The next one we're going to go to Brazil. Um, the Brasileiro League at the moment yep. is Corinthians against Flamengo. What do you? How do you see this one going? I think uh, Flamengo aren't doing very well at the moment, so I think Corinthians will win this one one-nil. I agree, but I think they're going to win two-nil. Okay. Yep. Now you mentioned in your report on David Beckham the uh, the. Superliga. Yeah, it's uh, Mexican teams and North American teams playing, yes. That's right, great idea, but why do it mid-season? Ridiculous, isn't mm. it? Anyway, um, Guadalajara. Guadalajara, yeah. Against LA, David's team. Adios soccer, fútbol está aquí. That's right. Guadalajara's that was... uh, motto there. Um, I think they're going to beat LA Galaxy. They're going to beat them 2-0. Um, I think this will be a 1-1 draw. Okay, there you have it. Um, possibly your first ever predictions uh, victory we'll see we'll, we'll see. see okay that wraps it up for this week and for this summer as always thank you for listening please visit languagecaster.com try out the online quizzes write your comments and read the posts okay we'll see you August the 10th bye